0: Hello, and thank you for joining us for our series, Alumni Conversations, where we sit down with alumni from our professional graduate programs to hear how their experience has had an impact. I'm Anna Morris, Associate Director of Engagement, and today I'm pleased to welcome Ashley Danini, a 2017 graduate of our Executive MBA program. Welcome to the program, Ashley. Oh, thank you, Anna,
1: and um, hello to all the listeners.
0: Great. Um, So I'd like to start this off by, you know, giving you a chance to tell us a little bit about yourself and your current role.
1: Yeah, so I am the business owner of Lola Link Consulting, which is a boutique consulting firm. It's specifically focused on utility industry and in specifically I'm coming alongside stakeholders, whether that be utilities or construction companies, service and technology firms, to support their journey from developing top-level strategy and linking it to the operational fibers of their business. You know, um, as I've experienced throughout my career, you know, no matter where you are in the utility business, there's always these um, key opportunities uh, and links that can really differentiate an effort between having um, positive, you know, I would say disruption of change, and then those that really, you know, don't. And um, those that, you know, you implement this really key um critical strategy for the business. and then months later, you know you don't you don't see much of the evidence um, being applied from that work. So so Lola link is really all about providing a diverse, sustainable support model that allows strategy and the vision to come to life. it's It's a um, strategy to street approach.
0: Wonderful. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is a fairly new initiative, um, a new a new venture for you. Can you talk about you know what led you to
1: this? Yeah, sure. Um, so, um, spent over a decade, um, in the, you know, utility business, um, and many would say I've, I've really grown up in the business, um, and had a pretty, you know, accelerated career and, um, and I had an opportunity. And I think even, you know, as a woman, um, often we, We'll we'll look at opportunities and and assess whether it's the right time for us or um, the right things going on in in our world to the point where we maybe we can or cannot handle it. Um, And and often that decision is always to wait. And um, I I really reached a, a point and an opportunity or pivot, if you will, in my career and life. And and really had a deeper dialogue, I think, with you know myself around what you know my life's purpose and and what I had to offer you know the world, if you will, um, when it comes to um, mission, and and your legacy that you know you you leave behind, and in particularly, um, I am a mom of a, a young daughter, Lola, um, and. Um, Just thinking about her growing up, you know, as a woman um, and eventually um, having to come across um, an opportunity where perhaps um, there's fear and anxiety in the decision making process, but it's something that she really, you know, perhaps wants to do. It's really a passion of hers. And in this case, for me, I I was there, Um, it was, it was a place where I um, had thought, oh, well, if it's the right time and the right opportunity, I'll take a bet on myself and, and I'll, and, and be sitting in that space of, I think, curiosity um, for some time and um, thinking about my daughter saying, you know, what is, what is the, the model that I want to walk that she's, you know, she's looking at and, and not just for her, but for all women, Um, And it landed me into the mindset of really stepping out on my own and um, embracing um, with courage, all of that, that fear and anxiety that comes along, but embracing really this pursuit of this, this higher purpose and this, this dream of mine that I had as um, a business owner.
0: That's, that's wonderful. And it gave me chills. Um, you know, working in the industry with higher education, especially these professional graduate programs, we see that a lot of women do decide to wait. And then they wait for so long that then it, it doesn't, doesn't make sense at that point in their career. Um, You know, across the board, we have about 30% of MBA participants across, you know, in the United States are women. And we would love to see that number grow, especially here at Ohio State. So, you know, going back to when you were looking at furthering your education and looking at, you know, how to make those decisions, what made you start thinking about an executive MBA?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, for, for me, um, I, I've, I've been, you know, um, throughout my life, I've, I've been in, um, some pretty interesting challenges. Um, and, and for me, um, actually in my undergraduate degree, um, I, like many other and other folks in the world, um, was responsible for funding my own financial support to obtain advanced education. And um, it, it's always been um, a, a unique position that I've held, I think, in terms of those that find themselves doing that, where you really have to think about, you know, investment and reward trade off. and um, and for me, what was a priority was really getting through my undergrad, but with this, this broader intention and vision for me to continue my education, which I think is is really critical um, to that, but doing it in such a, a stepped way where the investment and reward trade-off made sense to me. And so my first goal was really as a young adult um, to, to accomplish my undergraduate degree. And then- be responsible in, in paying that, you know, that degree off. That was a personal kind of financial um, goal for me. So when I was able to, to do that, that was a pretty huge, huge milestone. Um, and of course was an industry um, and had just stepped actually into the, the private side of the business. A couple of years later, I was able to, to do that. Um, and, um, and so then, Really, it's always been kind of that that vision for myself in terms of advanced education. But it, actually, at that time, I, I really even my undergrad preparation was really focused on law school. And um, and I'm so thankful that actually I, I took a minute um, to experience um, life and and the world and. Um, because my decision actually obviously ended up very different I, I ended up not pursuing my um, path of, of law school which was originally the the intention um and really had a different perspective on investment and reward and and the decision that I made was really to pursue advanced education you know in in the business space and for for me my career um, had progressed pretty in a pretty accelerated way. And at times I think um, probably uh, more fast than I was ready for. But um, I found myself, you know, sitting at the table with peers of mine and just yearning for a very different conversation. Um, Understood it enough, you know, probably to be dangerous. and, but really recognize and had a straight kind of straight talk conversation with myself to say, you know, that law degree probably isn't going to help me here, but the business degree will. And that really is, is where I started to pivot in terms of advanced education pursuit um, in a different um, area. Yeah. And we, we hear that a lot with our, you know, professional students,
0: because, you know, when you are 18 and you're deciding, you know, what your path in life is, it typically turns out pretty different. Um, And when you look back, you know, if you're after you've been in your career for 10, 15, 20 years, you're like, oh, there are some tools I'm missing. Right. And I've this point, but how can I, you know, continue to make it further? You, like you said, have those deeper conversations. And so as you were looking at, you know, that return on investment and, you know, what you were looking to gain out of a professional program, what stood out about Fisher?
1: Yeah, well, I, you know, back to the investment um, and and reward trade-off, you know, I was obviously shopping around and um, of course I had attended um, a couple of, uh, social events hosted by alumni and, you know, did the due diligence and reading reviews, but really it wasn't until, um, I went through the interview process that, um, I knew Fisher was for me. Um, the, the interview process was, was pretty intense, you know, which I really appreciated, um, because it helped me understand the gravity of, um, the selection process and the gravity of what I thought the program could potentially play and, and my, my own aspirations. And um, there was a, a director, Dan Ogilvie, um, who I think is still associated with Fisher um, who, who asked me, you know, a really impromptu uh, question um, now, obviously um, having a relationship and, and knowing him well, um, he was definitely testing. I think my my wherewithal um, and der- you know, really desire. I think for um, this this opportunity, but he he really called out that I um, did not fit the demographics um, of of Fisher's program, the executive program, and um, and he was just curious, you know, and was poking at my perspective on um, what my, my response and thought process was when naturally, you know, I think, um, judgment can fall with more seasoned folks kind of really challenging what I, I've, what value and what, what I had to offer is really a peer in that classroom. And, you know, for me, I've, I've always, you know, not fit the demographics, um, particularly in my industry utility. It's, it's, um, very seasoned and in um, generations too. I mean, it's, it's a really cool industry um, to be part of, but a long way to go in terms of um, age distribution and, and um, being a female, it's a male-dominated industry. Um, and so that question wasn't new to me, but what really impressed me was um, the faculty and his candor, like the frankness and really challenging that. And I walked away from that interview process, just really wanting acceptance, being hungry for it because, um, of the, the thoughtfulness and then the the real, just straight challenge, like kind of challenge, um, and provoking, um, that response from me.
0: Yeah. And as you know, as going through the program, being a cohort based program, it really matters who else is in the classroom with you, right? Yeah, You're not totally. From your faculty, you're not just learning from the staff, but you're learning from your peers. And that's the goal of this cohort-based program, you know, being as a cohort, starting together, ending together, going through all of those courses. We want to make sure whoever's in the classroom is a, is a benefit for those around them. Um, so can you talk a little bit about, you know, the connections you made and how that cohort-based program maybe impacted your experience? And I mean, do you still have those connections uh, today?
1: Oh yeah. Um, great question. Um, there, there were many tears. Um, even grown men cry, right? Um, when we really were, were stepping into um, our last days together. Y- you know, you really become, and it sounds cliche, but you really, really do become a family unit, for better and for worse. I mean, um, real life happened to all of us during that time, and what was beautiful. And and most rewarding about that was um we supported each other through all of it. Um y- you walk into it, I think, um, you know, buttoned up in your you know suit, suit and tie or um professional attire, and um you sign up for really the the education process in academia. And, you know, by the end of it, you realize you really get an education in all kinds of areas. And, um, and it's the, the cohort that helps um, bridge a lot of those new territories. And, you know, these people, um, my family, if you will, will, you know, always be, um, be connected, be, you know, in my heart, if you will. And um, we stay in touch, you know, even to this day. It's, it's hard to put into words the, the kinds of bonds that you create and, and really the depth that they expand to through the course of the program. But what I will say is um, it's really a gift. It's a, an unexpected gift that um, you, you get walking out of that program and graduating together.
0: But yeah, that's, that's wonderful to hear. We hear, we hear that a lot, you know, some cohorts still go on vacation together every year, which
1: is is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, We have a girls trip um, that we, yeah, that we do. And, and, and beyond the cohort, um, just really quickly, you get to know the family um, as well. So the cohort, while your classmates are definitely a direct, um, you know, interaction and engagement in terms of relationships, um, you also get to form really cool bonds with the spouses and the family and, and really um, get to know them in, in really unique and in-depth ways. Um, and so on our girls trip, we, we also in, invite the spouses and they very much are part of, of that class with us. That's amazing. I'm sure they all
0: supported you during during your time in the program as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes you spend more time with the spouse, um, you know, at an event than you do the the actual classmate. But it, it's been a really cool experience.
0: Can you explain how that, you know, family like feeling translated into the classroom and how it maybe, you know, did it did it impact the type of discussions you were able to have then with faculty? Did it impact, you know, the level or the the depth that you were able to get within those courses?
1: Yeah. I mean, in terms of, you know, application and support, um, it, it shows up in, in many different ways. Um, you know, again, you kind of go into the program thinking that it's just highly and, and intense, tensely focused on academia, but your your conversations over the course of time, um, you know, become more diverse and, um, more comprehensive because life isn't You know, life isn't in business as well. It isn't black and white. It's really gray because you're dealing with people and you're dealing with all these externalities and forces of the world that impact, you know, success and how you define success and really just being able to, you know, open in a really trusting environment um, allowed for a lot of conversation and dialogue to happen. That naturally doesn't happen, you know, in the boardroom or it doesn't happen at, um, you know, uh, company meetings and and so forth. So um, it it was an area where you could kind of, you know, be vulnerable and um, ask a silly question, um, but realize it was actually a really important one. And many other were many other of your classmates were desiring to know it, too. Um, So, uh, again, I, I think it really just you know, allow the conversation to transcend to a level that, um, differentiates, um, how people, you know, um, really, really become successful in in accomplishing their personal and life goals. Yeah. So when obviously going
0: through, you you mentioned about the interview process and part of that is um, to make sure that we have a diverse cohort in terms of roles, in terms of industries. And you mentioned you had grown up, you know, in the utility industry. How was it, you know, breaking out of that being, you know, kind of in that little bubble of the utility industry and now being in a classroom with people from, you know, such a diverse background of industries? How did that help you then take that back into your own career?
1: Yeah, um, well, application was immediate. Um, it, it's kind of funny because um, it, it's, it kind of takes you by surprise. Um, and, and I'll give an example of, of diversity and, and um, the value of, of having that um, in the classroom. Um, day one, we went through a, a pretty super um, intense simulation that really tested, um, all of our attributes, um, as a, a business person, but also as a human being. And it exposed really the diversity, um, in many ways, um, of, of the cohort. Um, and I, I won't reveal too much because if it's still happening, um, you know, I don't want to, you know, don't want to spill the beans here, but, um, you know, I think if you polled the class, um, I'm pretty sure that 100% of us um, would say that um, that application exposed a ton of diversity um, and insights about who we were going to be spending the next two years with intensely, but also how little you knew. And and so I think um, the diversity was helpful in, in grounding um, all of us to, um, to a loving, a level playing field. Um, but also that being able to be in a position of valuing that diversity even more because of being in that, that humbled, you know, mindset. Um, and, um, and so you, you end up applying so much more because you're, you're able to, to really be at a place of learning instead of posturing, which Many of us came in, you know, day one posturing, right? Um, as many executives do. Um, and, uh, and it really stripped you of that and allowed you to really just, just embrace the learning and um, all, the, all of that, the diversity um, elements brought to that.
0: Yeah, that's, that's great. That leadership legacy part of the program that I think you're alluding to is, is still definitely part of the program and something we take pride in. Um, so you're coming up on, you know, your four years since graduation and how has your degree had an impact? Obviously you've changed roles, you've, you know, ventured out on your own. Um, what do you think has been the, that greatest impact since graduation?
1: Oh, wow. Um, you know, I would say in terms of, you know, impact or, or kind of biggest takeaway for me and how it's really just influenced, you know, where I'm at today, um, has been that it, it it was just so much more than academic, you know, education. And it really was a life investment. And, um, and so that's really placed me and really challenged me just as an individual to think about, um, how you influence others, um, in a, in a different way, what's how you define success, um, as well. And, um, the decision-making process along the way, um, obviously, um, for me, it, it allowed me to show up as a better person, a, a better contributor to society and professionally, certainly, um, helped in, in the acceleration of my career for sure. In terms of accomplishing that original goal of um, having very different types of conversations at the table with my peers, I, I definitely um, accomplished that. Um, but it, it led to me stepping out, you know, of, of corporate America and into entrepreneurship um, because it, it challenged how I saw the world and how I saw and defined success.
0: That's, that's great to hear. Um, and what would you tell a prospective student as they search for the right program? I'm sure some of them are listening right now. So, you know, what, what would you, what would your, be your biggest piece of advice for them?
1: Well, I think for all students, but particularly women, um, I share, you know, that um, when I was searching for the right fit um, earlier in the conversation, um, you know, in my mind, I was combing over how, in the world was I going to make this commitment like this. I, at the time I I was traveling really extensively. I was leading very significant portfolios, um, for the firm I was part of, you know, just a lot. And, um, I remember over, um, a glass of wine one night with a girlfriend, um, I was really just, you know, torn and, and really, you know, questioning my capacity um, to make a commitment like that, and um, she shared a story um, about actually um, her husband going to night school and the types of um, sacrifices and challenges that she hit because she really, you know, adopted for a period of time um, almost like a, a single um, mom position, and she was raising at that time two very small children under the age of two. And so, you know, being a mom right now, I just so appreciate the strength that she had. Um, but she said to me, really, kind of, you know, direct. She said, you know, I don't know how I did it. There were some days where I didn't even know if I had time to take a shower. But but I found time, and and time presented itself. And she said, and you will too. And and time will be made. And. For for me, I think women they wear so many hats that, and we're naturally caretakers, um, which often comes at the expense of our own ambitions and what we believe to be um, time. But just like my friend and myself, I I share you know that uh, that story and I share my journey because I hope that it can serve as an example to say. You know it can be done, and um, you can have it all. It does not have to be an or scenario. It very much can be an and. And um, and then I'll leave really. I think with with really this quote for for anyone, any pr- prospective student, um, that um, I often, you know, read this quote that that Albert Einstein and think about um, this quote that he he shared, which was, you know, a ship is always safe at shore but that's not what it's built for. And so as you kind of search for the right program um, for yourself and your needs, I would encourage you to to not necessarily take into account the current role that you sit in. That's likely to change. um, Or the time that you may think you won't have because you'll find time. And really focus your attention and um, thought process to why you're doing it Um, that was helpful for me and pairing that up with the best program that really, you know, matches those, those why needs um, for you.
0: What a great uh, message to end on. So thank you so much um, for being here with me today. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, And we look forward to, to hearing what's next and how things go. So thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me. If you would like more
0: information on our Executive MBA program, please visit go.osu.edu
1: backslash E-M-B-A.